Hey friends, welcome to the Robin Graham show. I'm so grateful you're joining me for another episode where we dive into entrepreneurship, faith, mental health, and so much more. I'm your host, Robin Graham, a brand strategist, business coach, and mentor. Join me every week to learn how mindset, strategy, and action combined will produce the results you were dreaming of. Discover your purpose and follow your God-led callings, values, visions, and passions to create a personal brand and strong foundation for long-term success. The sky is the limit when we spend time with like-minded people. Through interviews and solo episodes, we'll be diving into inspiring stories, life and business journeys of failure and success, and the strategies and tools used along the way. Ready to learn? Grab your cup of coffee, the car keys, or the dog's leash, and let's dive in to this episode. Listeners, welcome to today's episode of The Robin Graham Show. As you know, we are doing a mental health series this year as part of my journey with becoming a published author. And my book, as you know, will be publishing this spring, hopefully in March, called You, Me, and Anxiety. And today, my guest is someone that has had her her own journey with mental illness and mental health challenges and is doing things very similar to what I'm doing. She has published her journey in a book. She is now a published author of Crooked Illness. I will put the link to that in the show notes, but she is also a podcaster and her podcast is called Master Your Mental. So she is an advocate for people who need help with their mental health. And I have just the utmost respect for her. We met on Clubhouse which is so funny in a room about podcasting, we connected immediately over mental health and have had a couple of different conversations and we just connect. And I think it's such a beautiful gift when two people can come together and share their journeys for the sake of other people to help other people become better or to learn and give them the resources that they need that they may not even realize they need. So without further ado, I'm going to bring Paris onto the show. And Paris, I'm going to ask you to introduce yourself and tell the listeners a little bit about you. Yes, of course, Robin. Thank you so much. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited to be here with you and getting into this conversation because you know, I love all things mental health and mindset and all stuff like that. So just a quick intro. So just like Robin was talking about, my name is Paris Brinkevich and I am the author of Crooked Illness, Lessons from Inside and Outside Hospital Walls, where I share my own personal experience and struggles that I faced with bipolar disorder alongside steps that people can take to really shatter that stigma, overcome those obstacles and begin to craft the life that they've always dreamed of living. So I wrote that story to teach others how to shatter that stigma and really, you know, come out of that place where you feel like you can't leave, you know, those dark, dark moments that we find ourselves in. And I also do host the master your mental podcast as well, where I feature, um, incredible guests like Robin. We just got done recording actually just a couple seconds ago over here, all things, mental health, all things, mindset, and to feature tips, tricks, stories, and things like that to, you know, bring this more to the table and make it more normalized and less stigmatized. So that's a little bit about me. And I'm super excited to dive in deeper here with you guys today and with Robin. So can't wait to see what we're going to get into. Oh, I'm so excited. I love these conversations because they have so much opportunity to really impact other people's lives. And at the end of the day, I think we all go through different journeys and experiences. And I really believe that those things happen for us so that we can then serve other people and make their lives better based on what we've learned and what we've gone through. So with that being said, I would love to start 
Paris with talking about stigma. You mentioned it a couple of different times when you were talking and there is so much stigma around mental health. And, you know, in my book, I talk about how it really isn't any different than any other disease state. People are diagnosed with diabetes or heart disease or cancer and they're accepted. People feel sorry for them. But when people are diagnosed with mental health challenges or mental health disease, then there's a stereotype. They're weird. They're crazy. There's something really wrong with them. And oftentimes they end up being judged, isolated, and end up having to navigate these challenges alone. And I'm a huge advocate for the marginalized population. And so many of our homeless people in our country are homeless because of mental illness. And whether that is mental illness in and of itself or mental illness that led to drug abuse or mental illness that led to crimes, but the base of it, the root of it is mental health. So I love so much that you say shattering the stigma. And I would love for you to talk about that. Yeah, of course. And I love that question. I love that you want to get into that topic because that is actually the number one thing that got me to begin writing this book and to begin this podcast. Cause when I first started my podcast, you know, as you know, it used, it was crooked illness. It was the crooked illness podcast. And that name came from my story. And I, I initially started it just to share my story with the world because I never thought that I would, I never thought that I could be able to, because of the stigma, it all comes back to the stigma. It's always rooted in that. And that's what I had to really work on. I really, really had to say, okay, where is this coming from? What is at the root of this? And I really discovered so much, not just about myself, but about others around me and just the, and just my family history as well with, with mental illness and mental health challenges and things like that. And what I really learned is that the more we're able to be vulnerable and the more we're able to to open up this door to being more comfortable with that, the more we're able to get into these conversations, to share these things and to meet more people, make more connections and really do more of the work on ourselves. And that's what I found to be so true, not just for myself, but for the number of, you know, over like 90 guests that I've interviewed on my show who all have the same commonality when it comes to stigma, you know, having these experiences and feeling like I was diagnosed bipolar. I was diagnosed, you know, depressed or anxiety or schizophrenic Mm -hmm. or whatever it may be. And feeling like I can't share this because I might be judged. I might be criticized. I might be made fun of. I might be looked down on and I don't know how that's going to feel. So I don't want to get close to that feeling. So I'm just going to not allow myself to have that feeling. And I'm just going to keep living. And that's what I did as I really continued you know, just trying to live with a mask and a facade of everything's good. Everything's fine. Nothing's wrong. And I just kept going and going and going. And eventually, as many of you guys probably know, when you do that, you crash and could crash and burn. Right. Mm-hmm. And it, you hit rock mm-hmm. bottom. And, you know, there's only so long that you can continue to, to, to do that and you know, almost neglect your emotions and your feelings. And a lot of that, when we talk about stigma, I found is that the root of that is trauma trauma and some kind of trauma, you know, and that's, it's different for everyone. It looks different for every single person. It's not always, you know, going through, you know, the same exact event, but having that triggering things inside of you and saying, you know, I don't know why I'm behaving this way. I don't know why I have, you know, like me, all this endless amounts of energy. And, you know, you go from 
having periods of depression to, to like, like I did, you know, to find it very difficult to do the things that I once enjoyed and to be so frustrated because I was always trying to figure out, you know, why is this like this? What's going on? Like, why, why can I not just do these things that I used to do and have fun anymore? Why is nothing fun? Like it was so hard. And I feel like part of that reason was the stigma is what kept me from actually engaging in therapy and taking it seriously. And that's really what led to a lot of the struggles that I faced is that stigma. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. And it's something that, you know, we have to be our own advocates no matter where we are in life or what we're experiencing in life, we have to be our own advocate when it comes to, to healthcare and mental health resources are limited. You know, when you look at what, even if you work for a big corporation, chances are you have great medical benefits. You may have dental benefits. You may have eye benefits, but mental health benefits are always less. They're always smaller. And a lot of companies don't even cover it. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, we're, we're set up as a society to think, well, there's something wrong. Like if there isn't access to care, then obviously this either isn't as important, or this is something that we don't want to talk about. Mm -hmm. And that just has to change because that, that is the root of so many problems within the world today. So I, I so love that you broke out of that box and accepted vulnerability to tell your story. And, you know, we're on similar journeys. I've done the same thing with my anxiety because it's so easy to live with a mask on or, you know, live behind this facade of I'm okay, I'm fine. Mm-hmm. But when we're not fine and we're trying to live that way for so long, you do end up getting burnt out and you will crash and burn because you can't keep it up. And the reality is that you're a beautiful human as you are. So accept that embrace yourself because I mean, God made you the way you are and there's absolutely nothing to be ashamed of because if you're willing to seek the help that you need, then you can navigate it and you can change for the good. And that's fine. Mm -hmm. It's all good. It's all good. Okay. So we talked stigma to death. (laughs) So (laughs) (laughs) I want to talk about your journey specifically. So you were very young when you Mm -hmm. first, you know, started with your symptoms, you've been hospitalized, you've had quite an experience with trauma associated with it. Mm -hmm. So I would love for you to share a little bit about your journey, but how you took the steps to navigate it in a positive way to have a positive outcome, because not everyone who has bipolar or depression or anxiety comes out on the other side and is able to do incredible things the way you're doing them. So I would love for you to share, because I think we have a lot of parents, a lot of moms who listen to the show. And I think hearing your story and hearing the steps you took will help them navigate it. Should their children be experiencing something similar? Yeah, absolutely. I would love to share that. So, you know, like you mentioned, you know, having this happen at a very young age, right? So being, you know, like 14 years old, right? And having these symptoms of what at the t- what at that time was just depression, right? So when I was when I was 15 going in uh 16 actually and being diagnosed with depression, right? So I was put on different medications for that and I remember feeling you know, like, uh, like it's something like there's more to this, you know, and I remember, you know, like learning more about 
because I really didn't know my family history. You know, I really like, I didn't know anything genetically at all. So I remember, you know, finding out that I have a person in my family who also was diagnosed with bipolar disorder and then thinking, you know, this could possibly be something that I've experienced, but then also having something that happened, that happened to me at 15 years old, um, going through sexual assault and not knowing how, or thinking that I ever could communicate that or talk about that or express that. Because when I did do that, I was told, you know, this was your fault. Like this is on you. And that's what I believed. So I started to believe that internalize it and say, this happened to me because of something, something within me, like I deserve this. And that really caused a lot of damage um, mentally to the way that my outlook was just on life in general. It made it very, very difficult for me to trust anybody because of having had that happen to me at 15 years old. And then, you know, on top of that, thinking that I don't think that this medication that I'm on for depression and then, and then starting to actually have that depression from like 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. And then at night at end of 18 years old, to 19 is when I was hospitalized and that, and during that, right before my hospitalization at 18 is when, when things started to change. Right. So if if you guys are familiar with what bipolar disorder is, there's, um, bipolar disorder one, bipolar disorder two and bipolar disorder one, which I was diagnosed with is where you have a manic episode. Bipolar two is hypomania, right? So kind of similar thing, um, kind of, kind of similar, but a little bit less than full, um, full blown manic episode. So for me, you know, just starting to notice, you know, doing a lot of things to distract myself because I did not think that I could talk about anything that happened or anything that was going on because I just didn't know how to, I didn't think anyone would, you know, of course, like it's my fault. So I already believe that. So I was just trying to, you know, basically get by and just, and, and of course doing things that were very damaging, which, you know, going out, you know, drinking a lot, partying a lot, you know, like having sex with a lot of people that was very unsafe and like putting myself in situations that were, could, could have potentially gotten me killed and not caring about it because I thought, you know, well, whatever will take my mind off of this and feeling so miserable inside. That's good with me. I don't care what it is. So a complete unawareness of what was going on and a lack of even wanting to connect that was what I was experiencing. And then the hospitalization for me happened. And during that time I was manic, you know, going literally working two jobs, um, barely sleeping, you know, running on so much energy, going out, doing all these different things, um, being very reckless and all that kind of stuff. And just not, not caring about the consequences or anything. And, you know, actually realizing, you know, and having had, you know, a past, you know, suicide attempt at six at 16 as well. And just thinking, you know, well, if anything ever did happen to me, it doesn't matter anyway. And just completely not valuing my valuing myself as a person at all. So the big thing that helped me change was not the hospitalization. Um, I talk about it in my book actually is really interesting. Um, when I was 19, I was hospitalized at 23. I graduated from college and I actually went back and I worked at the exact same clinic where I was a patient at, where I was diagnosed at. So I got to see both ends of the spectrum, what it's like to be a patient in the system and what it's like to work and try to bring services to people who are struggling with their mental health, which I find to be a huge blessing. Um, even though, you know, you might not think being hospitalized and, 
all of these traumas and things are a blessing. I really do see them as a blessing now because they've enabled me to connect on such a deep level with people and to tell my story and use that as a guide for others. So I'm so grateful for that. But the biggest thing that helped me was doing the work on myself was, was, was cutting out blaming people and blaming things and saying, well, this is, I'm the way I'm this way because of this or this, no, like, no, no. So I cut it out and I said, you know, what can I do from this moment moving forward? What can I take accountability for? And that's when I got very into some exactly what you're, what you really like to do. Talk about gratitude, mindset, work, personal development, reading more books, listening to more podcasts, working on myself, my nutrition, working out, taking care of myself all the way around. That's when I really started to see shifts. And it took me probably years of doing this. I think I started doing this work probably when I was, I think maybe 22 and I'm 26. So four years, four years of, you know, really like consistency with this. It it took years, you know, but it's so worth it when you can finally start to pour into yourself you will never regret it. And your life will change. Your mindset will change. The way you speak to yourself will change. Your limiting beliefs will start to dissipate and you'll really start to believe in yourself and say that, you know what? I may have experienced these things and I may have gone through this and I may have had this happen, but I'm still a human being and I have value and I want to bring value to others. So that's what I'm going to do. So, yeah. (laughs) And I think that's one of the most critical things that that you've mentioned is that is looking at this as it's kind of like I say often that things don't happen to you. They happen for you. Mm -hmm. And this is open doors for you to serve on such a great level. I mean, you're changing lives every single podcast episode that you put out and sharing your story and taking on the ownership of responsibility for making those internal changes and those internal shifts. And the one thing I want to point out is that this is not easy. Like you said, it takes years, but you have to start somewhere Mm -hmm. and you can't start if you're sitting in a place of fear of going to a doctor or fear of facing the fact that there's something wrong with you. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, the, the sooner that you do those things, then the more likely you'll be able to succeed Mm -hmm. with the care that you get and all of those initiatives that you take to make yourself better. No, a hundred percent. And everything you said is so true. And I agree, you know, you have to start somewhere and that's what I did. I, I changed my whole life. You guys, like I, I cut out toxic relationships. I looked at myself and I said, what toxic traits do I have? Because I had a lot of them. I had a lot of them that I learned over time and that I internalized and that I would, I would push people away. I would isolate. And I had to look at that and get and gain awareness of that and realize that it's not okay for me to treat people the way that I have just because of things that have happened to me. And that's when I really decided to complete, take complete ownership, change my relationships, change the environments that I put myself in, change the things that I was putting into my body and change what I was doing with my time. And that's when I was like, that's when I started to say, you know what? I love being alive. And I stopped looking for ways to numb out life and just all of things like that. So it really, really is possible. And 
And I'm here to tell you that it is. And I would love to connect with you guys further. If you want to get in contact with me, the best way to reach me is Instagram. Master Your Mental is my handle. Send me a DM. Um, Also, hello at masteringyourmental.com is my email. Feel free to send me an email. I always love connecting with everybody and sharing more of my story and even learning more about your story is what I'm hugely passionate about. So never hesitate to reach out to me. And I, I love getting into these conversations. You know, Robin can tell you all day long that we love these talks. We love these chats. They mean so much. And, you know, you never, you never know whose life you're going to touch through these conversations. So just keep having them. And I encourage you guys to have more of them yourself, you know, talk about these things more with your friends. If you feel comfortable, talk, just start more of these conversations. If you feel like you're in that space and you want to, and you want to contribute something, I would definitely tell you to go for it. And I've, I've just enjoyed so much. Um, being here with you guys. I really, I really, really have. And you know, I feel like I I can stay here forever and ever and ever and ever and go into the the nooks, the crannies, all of this stuff with you guys. But it means so much to have an incredible platform like this with Robin and to be getting into these conversations because, you know, mental health means the world to me and it's the foundation for everything. It really is. It really is. Yeah. 100%. No matter what journey you're on in life. And Paris, I am so grateful you were here. I'm so grateful that you took the initiative to write your book, that you have welcomed me into your sphere of the world. And I can't wait to continue our relationship and for further collaborations to be able to make a bigger impact. Listeners, if you have stayed till the end, thank you so much. That just means the world to me that you are learning and that you appreciate the content that we're putting out. If you would be so so kind to leave a rating and review. We'd be so grateful because this is such important information and ratings and reviews are what get this information into other people's hands. So thank you all for being here, Paris, a special thank you to you and listeners. As Paris said, reach out to her. If you have questions or you're noticing behaviors with your own children. And if you have questions, reach out to her, pick up her book, Crooked Illness. I'll put the link to that in the show notes and we wish everyone nothing but love and health. Have a beautiful day. You've been dreaming big and have an audacious goal, but don't know where to begin to make it all come true. You're tired of spinning your wheels and investing in online courses that you don't have time to finish. You are finally ready to invest in yourself and your business to make your dreams a reality. And I'm here to help you. Together, We'll work on mindset, create a brand marketing strategy, and take intentional action to achieve the results that you want and your clients need. Work with me in my one-to-one six-month coaching program or for a VIP day. Not sure which is best for you? Schedule a free mentorship call and we'll decide together. Just go to www.therobingram.com. Both options are invaluable. And that's a wrap, friends. If you enjoyed this episode and found the information helpful, please take a moment to subscribe and leave a rating and review. Ratings and reviews are how we grow and more people find the show. It would mean the world to me. And let's connect. You can find me on Instagram, Clubhouse, Facebook, and LinkedIn as The Robin Graham. Have questions about building a personal brand and business for success? Book a free mentorship call with me at www.therobingraham.com. Until next time, remember to smile.